0: Everybody, this is Bunkhouse Bob. And the
1: lovely
2: world. Live from the Armory Wrestling Show, folks, we're heard on more platforms than an Olympic diver. FNX.network, iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, you can't turn a corner without running into one of us, and you'd rather run into me than you would Laura.
3: Ain't that the truth?
2: Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, live from the Armory Wrestling Show, the premier podcast of independent wrestling.
1: you better listen. Whoop, whoop.
0: Welcome to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show, the premier podcast of indie wrestling. The
2: greatest thing to happen since War of the Worlds in like 1938, which
0: I wasn't around then, or the family <laughs> gathering around the radio for listening to the Waltons, you know, like the Waltons did. Our studio line is area code 213 816 1605. With your host, Bunkhouse Bob.
2: Listen, here's a little known fact. I can rap
3: almost
0: anything, okay? I can yeah, but rap. Yeah, nobody says kid. you
3: got to be the fresh friends, okay?
0: And the lovely Laura.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
3: coming to your town, and I'm going to beat the crap out of your top guy, and I'm going to walk out of here just film.
2: everybody hope you're doing well this is live from the armory wrestling show and my name is the bunkhouse bob and i'm the greatest wrestling mind of the 21st century folks this is episode 289 of the program and we thank you very much for tuning in and listening in with us tonight whether you listen live on blog talk radio or you catch us on any other major plat pat plat, 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 podcast platform say that 10 times really quick uh Coming up tonight, folks, at 7.30, Miss Selena Rose will be joining us. Very excited to get the opportunity to talk to Selena. Uh, We would encourage you to go over to www.fnx.network and check out all the great content that's available on the network. While you're doing that, make sure that you're supporting FNX Wrestling as well, a startup promotion based out of Indiana. Make sure that you're following them on Twitter as well. They would appreciate the follow. Uh, While you're doing that, you can also go to www.prowrestlingtees.com. You know, we mentioned rapping at the beginning of this, you know, in the intro. Uh, Not that much longer until Christmas, and a great Christmas gift for you or your loved one would be a Live from the Armory Wrestling Show t-shirt. You can find it at prowrestlingtees.com. Just type in FNX Network up in the search bar. There's a couple shirts you can buy. Help support the show. We would appreciate that. And as always, if you have a question, a comment, a critique, or a criticism about a guest or a commentary that you heard on this program, you can always email us at askthearmory at gmail.com. Now, coming in with more fire, more fervor, and more internet hype than the blistering one-minute CM Punk WWE on Fox segment, I'd like to welcome to the program the other co-host of this show the lovely Laura. Laura, how are you?
3: I'm doing good, Bob. How about you? Uh
2: Very, very cold. It was cold here last night. Laura said it was 17 in her neck of the woods. It was 20 here. And no, folks, it's not cold enough for hell to have frozen over. And you're right. CM Punk was on Fox Sports. Yes. CM Punk was underneath the WWE banner for Fox Sports, but not so fast, my friends, as Lee Corso would say on college game day. He's making that Fox money, baby. He's not a WWE employee. He's brought in by Fox Sports to do a little shtick. We'll see how long that goes on. Were you surprised? Did you see that
1: clip?
3: Um, I did. George has sent that to us in the um – um. Message the group chat that you and I and he have, yeah. and uh, I I saw that this morning, and um, you know I was surprised, but I kind of wasn't because there'd been talk about that, um, about him you know possibly coming to work for Fox, which I knew would be the only way
4: uh, that
3: he would, uh, but um, you know we'll you know. Seth Rollins has already challenged him. Yeah, yeah
2: fight, fight uh, me, fight me at CM Punk. Uh,
1: you know,
3: wants. it it was good to see Joe out there because he, yeah. you know, Punk and Joe go back a long way. Not yeah. sure about Adam Cole. Um, yeah. Not sure about that, but uh, I do know that uh, Joe and Punk go back a long way. If uh, you guys haven't seen the summer of Punk and the matches that they had um you're missing a, 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 a some great stuff there but um you know um i i think it's what the wwe needs right now they need ratings and mm-hmm. I, I you know i really think that people will tune in to see what punk's going to say um for do or whatever right. um
1: right
3: but um, you know I we'll just have to stay tuned and find out
2: This is like a booster shot in the ass during flu season, folks, because I still stand by my words. I still stand by my words. As long as Vince McMahon is alive, you will not see CM Punk in a WWE ring. I still stand by those words. What I I believe will happen.
3: You don't don't? if trips and Steph aren't running it either
2: i believe that they are going to drag this out this is a ploy by fox fox is concerned ladies and gentlemen about the ratings for the wwe on their network we're talking a lot of money so let's bring in one of the most controversial figures that left the wwe in one of the most controversial ways had a lawsuit a podcast and a book and a fight and all that other junk and let's uh Let's bring him in with some of that Fox Sports money, boost the ratings up a little bit, and if I my gut's right, I'm just going by my gut, I think they're going to drag this out as long as they possibly can, and who knows, they may tease a return, they may tease it, but as it stands right now, as of today, to the best of my knowledge, CM Punk is not under contract with the WWE, and I, I don't believe that he will be, I, I just don't believe that, so... Um, you want to uh go on and give out the social media and stuff? And let's hit George's sure. Twitter poll and let's we'll start because um, we got some stuff to talk about.
3: Yeah, sure. Um, you can find us on social media on Twitter tonight. Uh, for example, uh, George Coles is man in our Twitter account at FromTheArmory. Uh, you can also find uh, myself, Bob, and George and Doctor Guzeltron at Circle Sky, at Bob underscore Delft, at Hill Heat and at the Gray Lobster. You can find us on Facebook. We have an official page and a fan page. You can also find us on YouTube. Just type in the search box "Live from the Armory." You can find every episode from the last three years up on YouTube. And getting to the uh, Twitter poll this week.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: We have we are counting down to at WrestleK later this month. Who mm-hmm. will? Well, who would you like to see as the Great Muta's opponent? Leave mm-hmm. specific suggestions and comments.
1: Okay.
3: Um, we've got. Let's see here. Our specific suggestions were Caleb Conley or John Schuyler or okay. Ultimate Dragon. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Um,
3: our, the voting went as such. Um, we had another legend, a high profile star, up and coming star. So, mm-hmm. up and coming star won with 50% of the vote.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And legend and high profile star tied with 25% of the vote.
1: Okay. Hmm. So,
3: I think uh, George South should be his opponent. Mm. George was his first opponent in, uh, Crockett.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: but that's just my opinion.
2: Hmm. What was that cartoon? Wonder twin powers activate. Uh, right. because I, uh, I'm touching my magic ring to yours because that was my, that was my pick right off the top of my head. Uh, if yeah, yeah George South, I'm sorry. Um, I would someone get a decent rub off of, you know, wrestling him at WrestleCade because I'm sure that that's probably if I had to think about it, I'm sure that's probably going to be like a co-main event type of deal, one of the headline if I would think, I would presume. Right. Um I if it were me, if I were booking it, which I'm not. We we'll would leave that up to Tracy and Brian, the powers to be at WrestleCade, all that good stuff. Um if I were booking it, I would book George South. Uh, that's just, that's just my opinion. Uh, I can think of no greater opponent on no greater stage in the United States at that particular event, other than George South. Uh, that's, right. that's 100% hands down for me. No questions asked. So, um, oh, excuse me, I'm trying just I'm discombobulate. I can't find anything around here tonight for some reason. I brought my glass of tea in. I misplaced it. Now I found it again. It's just one of those nights. Crazy. Um, How was
3: your week? It was okay. Uh, Busy. Uh, Put the finishing touches on my basement finally. Um, Just needing to put some insulation in the actual basement. So uh,
1: Mm -hmm.
3: happy that um, – Very happy that we are um, done. I've been working on it since October 14th. So, um, since it was cold, very cold last night and snowed here yesterday. Wow. um, uh, Yeah. So, we got, I mean, it didn't snow a whole lot. It it was um, about a day. But it snowed.
1: Yeah.
3: It it did snow and my gloves slick. So, I did not go to work yesterday.
2: Uh, (laughs) Ah, the old inclement weather call.
3: Yeah, I just can't get
2: there. The roads are too icy. I'm snowed in.
3: Well, I wasn't snowed in, but the problem Mm -hmm. with the snow yesterday was when it started snowing, it was like 33, 34 degrees, which is above freezing. By the afternoon, it was in the 20s. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make for a good combination at all.
2: No, usually Um, not.
3: So, but yeah, and I did want to mention, uh, there's a couple of things uh, I want to mention. Um, Mm -hmm. This was on my, this is a a Facebook friend um, of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, George, it's 66 degrees. It's Sebring. I don't want to hear that shit.
2: <laughs> See, and I usually chide you and, and tell you that too, but the cold snap has affected things here too. Like I said, it was 20 degrees last night here in Louisiana. 20 right. degrees.
3: Right. A high, I think today was it.
2: 40. Yeah, yeah terrible.
3: Y'all don't, y'all don't get that. Now, we get this kind of weather in like February. Uh, mm-hmm. um, terrible. But 66
2: so. degrees. Kiss my ass, George. Paul.
3: right exactly um yeah. this is from a friend of mine on facebook um one yeah. and, and with some of the things that have happened in wrestling this week i, I think that i think i'm gonna read it it's by uh, it's a post by heather jeanette hickman okay i know no one in wrestling gives a crap about me or what i have to say but i just keep having to shake my head when i see y'all dummies posting about how you're so surprised and saddened that someone in your community has molested a little girl or boy but i think in this case it was a little girl again this another mm-hmm. it was another promoter in west virginia or uh someone who had something to do with wrestling in west virginia uh, i'm gonna say it again and every time it continues to happen your business demoralizes, disrespects, and dismeans women, workers, and fans by likening them to vermin. So you cannot be surprised when someone among your ranks treats a female of any age like nothing more than a sexual object for their own pleasure. You allow this to continue, and when you continue to refer to, refer to women as and, and rats, called someone a rat lately? You're the fucking problem. When I started going to indie shows, I was 15, 16 years old. Workers started hitting on me immediately. I started being called a rat immediately. I was 100% unaware of the majority of it until I was 19. And I had never slept with anyone up until that point, much less a worker. But I was still called a rat. Probably still would be if I went to an indie show tomorrow. i to removed myself from the community for years. So y'all don't want to take responsibility. That's cool but don't act surprised. You shouldn't be because I'm not.
1: Mm. Okay.
3: That's
2: your um, home. Yeah, it does. And I mean, there's uh, there's been quite a movement, and I know several people, not in the West Virginia area, <coughs> excuse me, not in the West Virginia area, <coughs> but in the Carolina area, uh, that are posting pictures, posting mug shots, Posting charges uh, and calling people out, uh, male male in particular, uh, because it goes both ways, male and female, but we're concentrating on males uh, for charges involving children, whether it's child pornography, sexual misconduct, lewd misconduct, pedophile, whatever you want, whatever the charge is. These people were starting to get called out, and they should have been called out a long time ago. There's, there is such a thing as a curtain, ladies and gentlemen, in the entertainment industry, and it's not just wrestling, but it's, it's across the board throughout entertainment, but it seems to be prevalent wrestling, uh, at least the spotlight is right now. There, Let me make sure that we, we make this absolutely 100% clear. There is no room in professional wrestling, whether it's at the independent level or at the professionally televised level. For people, for individuals that have been convicted of any type of sexual charge to be involved in professional wrestling, whether it's whether it is rape, whether it is has to do with children, whatever the case may be, these types of individuals have no place within that particular industry. They just don't. They, they don't really. You know, I could get on a really big social tirade and start telling you about the, uh, the lack of success rate in, in uh, treatment for people with sexual deviation, but we're not going to do that. That's not that platform. There is no room in independent professional wrestling for men like this. There's just not. And it goes from the smallest of victims to the oldest of victims. Just because there's a female in the audience, whether, you know, if she's of age or, you know, above 21, does not automatically presume that she is there for your entertainment. They are a they are a ticket paying customer. They're there to be entertained, but not necessarily entertained in a Chippendales type fashion. I don't I don't know how much more how more clear you can be about this. I mean there there are people. I mean you got, I scroll through Facebook. I can call them out. I'll call them out right now. Montana Black is one of those wrestlers right now that is posting mug of individuals. And I say I I pat him on the back. I applaud him. I absolutely applaud him. And there should be more people should be doing this. Promoters, there's no room for this. There's not not the slightest error of margin. Your fan base, a huge demographic, is children and women, moms and children. There's just there's no room for it at all. Period. But
3: but it has to start with in the locker room It has to start within the boys Who are Absolutely. not To look at women Who come to wrestling shows No matter if they've Ever been with a wrestler Or they're just there to have a good time we ha- Women who come to wrestling Matches have to Have to be stopped Being viewed As vermin I don't know if you've ever been called vermin, Bob, but it's not fun.
2: I've been called a lot of things, but vermin is not one of them. I can tell you that. Been called a lot of things. And you're absolutely right. I mean, you, you, most, of the, most of the people that are in the locker rooms have a, have a working relationship or know of individuals. They, they know of them. I can't say that they know them on a personal level, but word gets around relatively quickly. In particular areas, especially on the independent scene, you know, you know of somebody that's been charged with a crime against a woman or a child and you don't say something to the person or say something to the promoter and say, hey, look, this cat's been convicted of, of child pornography and we've got kids in the audience. What kind of look, you know, what kind of look does that do for us? You know, what, what, you know, we're, we're never set aside the moral obligation. I mean, that's a whole nother subject. You know, the the business obligation of, of guys that are in the back, girls that are in the back, that know that this is going on. People garner a reputation. And there's just no room for it. I'm glad you brought that up. And I know who you're talking about. That, uh, I've read a few of her posts. But uh, yeah, there's just no room for it. I don't even know. It's sad to me. Sad to me that in 2019 that we're still having this conversation. It just doesn't yeah, make sense should
3: to talk me. we about rats. Yeah, that you know, I I thought that was I had heard about that term probably in like the late '90s when unfortunately people were uh, referring to Missy Hyatt as the ultimate ring rat.
1: Yeah,
3: uh, yeah, I hope yeah. to like Missy Hyatt a lot, uh, but when I started going to independent wrestling shows in 2014. I kept hearing this term and I'm like, Are you kidding me? Are are you telling me that this is still going uh a still thing? And people were like, Yeah. You know? I didn't I didn't gr-
2: think that it was. I thought it died out with, you know, the E C W stories of old and all that. You know, I, I guess for you know, another you know, like the old rock saying, you know, groupies and things like that. I don't know why See, and here's the thing is that I don't understand why people always viewed groupies in a more glamorous way than what they do, because to me that rat and vermin is just is so degrading. But yet, if you were considered a groupie of a major rock band, you were like, it was, ooh, you know, that it just, I don't know, it's
1: stupid.
3: Right. There's something there at its, you know, at its uh, base. Um. That you that it's got to be looked about Because it, unless you're going to cure this thing You're going to have to start within
1: I agree I agree
3: Well, I digress I want to move along And mention our good friend Christopher Riddle He is stepping in the ring For the first time Saturday night At CWF's Ultimate Survivor As Team Bit Don Will take mm-hmm. on Team Riddle Uh, Con O'Kelly will be in Team Fit, Don. He's going to get his wig snatched again. Um, It's going to be Chris and Aaron Biggs, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, a good friend of the show, uh, Mr. Biggs, and with two people who have yet to be announced. So there's two mystery partners. Um, You can still get tickets at cwftickets.com. You can stream live and free Saturday night. Starting at 7:30 Eastern, live on Twitch, on the Twitch app. Um, so please uh, get out and support Chris Riddle. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to be in uh, Gibsonville that night to support him, but I will be watching and cheering him on because I know he is going to do this. He's and I know you haven't. Uh, you wanted to talk about something um, that um, is is close to this but i did want to mention the the match going on because i promised chris that i would
2: well this match has a lot of hype behind it but what i was simply going to mention was is that you you don't take our word for it i mean it's even sparked the curiosity the interest of former wwf wwe talent celeste bonin put out a youtube video on it and it's been shared and viewed several thousand times that she is uh, taking notice of what's going on in CWF Mid Atlantic. So don't just take our word for it. Make sure that you're tuned into CWF Mid Atlantic this Saturday night on Twitch and catch that stream. And, uh, I'll, uh, I'll put an extra prayer request in for, for Chris. I, I hope he knows what he's doing. That's all I'm going to say. I hope I know. I hope he knows what he's doing. Um, Speaking of Facebook and social media and all that, I want to get this out real quick. A good friend of the show, Ethan Case. Go over to uh, Ethan Case's page on Facebook or his wife Morgan Wills. There is a uh, GoFundMe going on currently right now for one of their children
0: uh, that Sterling. is facing
2: some. Yeah, Sterling that's facing some medical issues, and we've shared this incessantly on social media. Make sure that you go over to Facebook. Or go to Twitter, you can find it on my Twitter, you can find it on the show's Twitter, the link for the GoFundMe for uh, for Young Sterling, who's uh, battling some stuff. And uh, our thoughts and our hearts are with Ethan and Morgan tonight. Uh, we know they're they're almost to the goal. Almost to the goal. I checked it before we came on air. We're about $1,000 short of the goal that they've set. I know that uh, it sounds like a lot. We're coming up to the holidays, and I get it. I get everything is tight, but 10 bucks is 10 bucks. 5 bucks is 5 bucks, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. You know, I've lost $20 before. Okay? You can find $20. I know you can. Make right. sure that you go check that link out. Make sure you check that link out. Um, one of the things that I saw before we came on air, I had several people message me about this in a scathing minute and a half live stream on Twitter today. ACH, formerly known as Jordan Miles, in the WWE, has quit. He has quit WWE in a swear-filled, very, very angry, very angry statement against the WWE, WWE management, so on and so forth. Uh, I'm not going to repeat it, but you can definitely check it out. I guess this puts the, uh, the period or the exclamation point on what we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks.
1: Uh,
3: so, so about the,
2: uh, yeah, it's uh he says that he's done. They quits they effing quits that the entire company is racist from top to bottom. He doesn't want to no longer call him by his slave name of Jordan miles. He'll no longer, be, you know, acknowledge that and all that other stuff, but ACH out. Of WWE. Uh, speaking of out, I noticed on a uh, on a post earlier this week on social media that former former PWX champion Slim J has relinquished the PWX championship uh, due to medical conditions. Uh, duh, 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 duh. We respect Slim J's decision. Can't wait to have him back in a PWX ring. Uh, the PWX management will determine how a new champion will be crowned, but that came out of PWX this week. Slim J out with uh medical conditions, medical conditions. So, I want to go on and uh get our guest for this evening on because we're very excited to, to have the opportunity to speak to this young lady. Got uh got to watch a little match tape on her. Uh, she has wrestled for AML Wrestling, Firestar Pro. Mayor debut for Queens of Combat this year and we're gonna get into all that. If I have this correct, we would like to welcome to the program Miss Selena Rose. Selena, are you there? Hi. How are you?
4: I'm good. How are you?
2: It's cold here, Selena. It's very cold it is very in, the, in cold. the studio tonight. Very cold.
4: I'm outside and it's very cold out here.
2: <laughs> Why are you standing outside in the cold?
4: Oh, I'm taking my work break.
2: Oh, you! Oh, you're taking. Well, see, because we're live on the air, folks. See, this is how this works. There's full transparency. We pulled the curtain back. Selena's on her work break. She she took her break and she's on the show. Thank you so much for taking time out Thank of your you evening. We appreciate
3: so much
2: for it. Me. Uh, it's no problem. With me, the other end of the line is the other co host, Laura. Laura, you want to say hello to Selena?
3: Hey, Selena. It is an honor and a privilege to have you on the show. Hi, it's so great
4: to be here. Thank you guys so much for having me.
2: You're more than welcome. We'll go on and get started. You know, Selena, all too often, wrestling fans can be exceptionally critical, especially to those that are new in the business and new in the ring. How do you deal How do you deal with criticisms like that, and how do you turn criticisms like that into motivation?
4: I always use criticisms
1: to help me get better
4: I That kind of stuff. I use it to see what I can do to get myself better. So
2: (laughs) that you have to have thick skin, though, right? I mean, because you can't listen to every critic, right? I mean, it it would never work, right? Not all of them. It would never work if you did that.
4: But you do have to have thick
2: skin. That is very true. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Uh, Is there anything that somebody has has said to you that's just you're just like, oh well, why don't they just shut up? I've just I've had enough. I can't take anymore.
4: Yet not really, but I'm sure eventually I will hear stuff like that
2: eventually down the road it'll come. I agree uh, yeah. one of one one of the posts that I read about you on on your social media pages was George South talking with you about having the tools, but you putting in the work. How has that shaped your approach to professional wrestling?
4: Oh. Um. Training with George was the best thing I've ever done. Like, it's been a highlight of my life. I loved it. Uh, George, was, it's like George tells us he can give us the tools, but he can't make us want it or make us do it. We have to put in the work ourselves. Right. So, it, training, training with George really helped shape me into the wrestler I am today.
2: Was there something, I know that George is like a walking encyclopedia of professional wrestling. George has been on the show, Love George South to death. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he'll tell you a story. You give him a Mountain Dew and he'll talk for an hour. Was there something in particular that he has said to you that was just like a light bulb moment, something that really, really stuck with you?
4: Oh, my God. There's been so many things. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I'm trying to think of it. one's really stuck out oh, my God. so much george has taught me <laughs> like which one can... hmm. i really don't know one i could think off, off the top of my head
2: okay so that's me. fine that no that's that's fine that's fine <laughs> um on january the 12th tessa blanchard is going to face sammy callahan for the impact wrestling title now many people believe as i do that she will win that championship and be the first female to hold a major televised wrestling promotions main championship. Not talking about a women's championship, but their main championship. For you, as a female performer, is this believable and why?
4: Oh, I definitely think so. I mean, we've watched Sammy and Russell test us a couple times already, for impact. Like, and I think that they're going to tear it down again. I think it's amazing that she's even getting the chance to challenge for the belt. It shows how far wrestling, where women's wrestling has gone, the past couple of years.
0: What, what
2: do you? I mean, because Tessa, she's she's undeniable. You know, an extremely talented individual. What, what is it about about her approach to a match, say like that, that you see as a performer that makes it so believable? Is it her? Her facial expressions, her ring work—what what is it about it? Is or is it just everything?
4: It's definitely a mix of everything she does. Tessa truly believes that she is undeniable, and if there's something she wants, I have no doubt that she will stop won't stop till she gets it.
2: In uh, in another bit of history, and we talked about this a little bit last week, the match with Natalia Neidhart had versus Lacey Evans at Crown Jewel. Do you think the match received as much publicity as it should have given all the issues that went on following the event? I mean, for me, it seemed like those issues, the travel issues and all that other crap with some other things detracted from it. Did did you watch that match, Selena?
4: I've watched most of it. I haven't got a chance to finish it yet, but Mm -hmm. from what I saw, I feel like it definitely got overlooked in a way by some of all the travel issues and stuff that went on. So, but i I do say that it was really awesome for those two to have a match in Saudi. That was amazing.
2: What do you think that that does? I mean, because we've had so much stuff happen for women's wrestling. I mean, we've had so many firsts and things like that, and obviously it speaks for itself, but what do you think that it did for women's professional wrestling?
4: I think it's really under the door that if women want to wrestle in Saudi Arabia, now It's it's been done, so I think it'll be a a lot. I don't want to say easier, but it would be more likely to happen again.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Now you had the opportunity to make your own debut. You debuted for Queens of Combat this year. What was that yes. experience? What was that experience like? And will we be seeing more of you there?
4: Oh, that was amazing. Oh, it was some of the most fun I've had, in wrestling. I absolutely loved it, and I. Really hope I'll be back soon <laughs> What was
2: it What was it about it What stood out for you I mean was it just the fact That it was an all women show Or
4: Who you got to, work, to work with I have to work On or? an all women show And I got mm-hmm. to work With some really amazing ladies So it was just The whole experience together That I, I, I made it so amazing
2: Very cool Very cool Laura go ahead
3: So we were talking about George South here A little bit ago did George
4: South give you a nickname? Uh, George South has called me Princess, Baby, Baby Doll. There have been a couple. <laughs> <Kayla> <laughs> baby is one of the most common, so. <laughs> yeah.
3: What is the most common one? I didn't catch that. Oh. Probably Baby or Baby Doll. Um, that is, that's funny uh, because he always gives Everyone, well, except for Cedric mm-hmm. Alexander, he he did not give Cedric a uh, nickname, um, but uh, gives everybody. He's even given me and, and Bob nicknames. That's true. That's yeah, true. George is
4: very fond of his nicknames. <laughs> he, he sure is.
3: Uh, he. I don't know if you know who these two people are, but if you don't, Google them a little later. He calls me and uh, Bob Joe Pedicino and Bonnie Blackstone. <laughs> <laughs> Those two yeah. old wrestling commentators. Yeah. 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 Uh, look that up, but I'm curious, you know, um you know, Bob was talking about uh, you know, with impact and what's going on there. Um what do you think of the current storylines in the women's division in WWE that are going on right now? I think
4: some of them are really cool, and I think they're going to have some really good matches to follow them. So are you are you on board with
3: Bailey's heel turn? Yes. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. I think it was uh, a long time coming. Yes, mm. it was
4: long overdue. <laughs> um,
3: although I would have Here's what I think they should have done with Bailey because everyone was talking about how um, who was going to replace John Cena and I think when they Mm -hmm. first brought her up from NXT she could have been the next John Cena. Oh, definitely. They had her job out to so many people that Mm -hmm. it took away all that momentum and what do you think of the Kabuki Warriors and, and and the tag team division. Do you think that's something that that could be that's viable that the WWE's want to hang on to?
4: I really hope they do hang on to it because I personally am a huge fan of tag team wrestling. I absolutely love it. I wanted to do more of it in the future. But I think the Kabuki Warriors are great. I've personally watched both of them for a long time. So I mean I think hopefully WWE does the right thing with this tag division because I think it could be something really special.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I, I'm with
3: you on that, especially with Ozka, you know, channeling her inner Kabuki with the Green Mist. So,
1: mm-hmm. you,
3: you said you were a fan of tag team wrestling. It's like, who's your favorite tag team of all time?
4: Oh, probably the Hardys. Hmm. Well, at least okay. you didn't say Team 3D. Um,
1: <laughs>
3: see, that's, I don't judge people on, you know, uh, color of their skin, sexual preference, religion, mm-hmm. things like that. I judge people on who they root for on last Olympics and who's their favorite tag team. <laughs> so the is a good choice because I do love me some Matt Hardy.
4: So it was with the Hardy Boys tag match was the first wrestling match I ever watched. So that was their kind. Another of, oh, oh, reason okay. I got into it because of them. So well, and that my favorite tag team ever since. So
3: uh, hey, nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that at all. So <laughs> speaking of a tag team, there's not really a tag team, but they kind of are. Um, I had seen on Facebook a picture of you and Tracy Myers and Brian Hawks, and you had, um, you know, explained a little bit about how much they've helped you. Explain to us how 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 much they have helped you and how they have helped you. Um,
4: if it wasn't for Tracy and Brian, I would never have had a school to train at. Um, they i am so thankful for them to opening up that training school it has provided me with so many opportunities and tracy and brian putting together wrestle every year has opened up a lot of opportunities for me like just going and helping out with that aml has been a huge home to me and like it has been my first home in wrestling and i am forever grateful for those two guys like everything they've done for me and I am so grateful for them like opening that school and bringing in good, high-quality trainers like George and Josh, Gary. Like, everything they do for us trainees, they really make us feel like a family.
3: Josh Gary is such a funny guy. I don't think people realize what a great sense of humor he has. Uh-huh. I've tried to get him to dress up as Ned Flanders for Halloween. But I don't think that worked. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been amazing.
1: (laughs) It would have been.
3: It it sure would have been. Um, So are you? I saw that Brian Hawkes had put out a message saying that you know if you wanted to help at WrestleCade to be there the day before Thanksgiving by I Mm -hmm. think like was it twelve or something around there twelve thirty.
4: 30, See, she knows
2: she's spot on with that time, wouldn't she?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've done the Russell Kate set up for almost three years now, so I'll be doing it again this year, and I can't wait. <laughs>
3: well, that was my question, you know, um, and I know that, that people, you know, will just kind of like, oh, can I get in for free if I do this and that and the other, and you know, it's people like you who are there every time, all the time, that makes these things happen because people don't realize that you know wrestling rings don't set up
4: themselves. It's a it lot of a, work. It goes into putting this stuff on and getting everything together.
3: <laughs>
4: it it truly is, and that's how you pay your dues. And I'm it sure dues. that
3: one someday down the road, that's going to uh, that you'll you'll have that paid forward for you. I have no doubt about
4: it. I've got. well I have no doubt about it either.
3: Right, because you've worked hard. And, you know, if George South likes you, George South has has two things. He either likes you or he doesn't like you. There is no
1: gray area there.
4: <laughs> that is true. And if George South doesn't like you, he will never change his mind on that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, you, uh, you might as well
3: forget it. it it's a done deal. Um, but I got one last question for you. Um, you're dating Jacob Ryan, right? Yes, I am. Okay, I thought so. I just wanted to, I thought, oh, gosh, I'm going to ask her this question we're not dating anymore. <laughs> um, what is it like to date another wrestler?
4: Um, I think it's really cool because, like, we're not always looking the same thing, but when we are, it's so much fun getting to share those experiences with somebody you really love and care about. It's, I, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of, you always have someone who can jump in the car with you for those long drives. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, doing those drives.
3: I see a lot of people who are leaving out sometimes with an empty car. So you yeah. always have that someone to do those drives with, who who understands, you know, why you you can't be at home at a certain time or a certain day. Um, mm-hmm. Who understands? This is your dream This is their dream as well
4: Exactly Very
3: cool we, Very cool We're fans of Jacob He's been on the show before So uh, you tell him That we at Live from the Armory Said hello
4: I definitely will
2: <laughs> Selena What was the what was the moment What was the catalyst for you That said I want to give this a try What What was that moment for you
4: I hadn't even been watching wrestling that long, maybe about a year. And I was like, these women are badass. They're so cool. I think I could do that. Like, I want to be as cool as they are. They're like superheroes. Right. Okay. I was like, well, I want to be a superhero too. So then I I waited and found a really good school. And I turned it was my 16th birthday present. My parents signed me up for wrestling training. Okay. (laughs) And, and I've been
2: doing it. And that was at AML. You you joined AML at sixteen.
4: Yes, so sixteen.
2: Okay, all right. And how old are you now? If you don't mind me asking. I'm nineteen.
4: I'm not
2: nineteen. Nineteen. You're nineteen. Three years. Three years into this journey. Nineteen years old. Got your whole future ahead of you. What What's What's the goal for you, Selena? What do you want? To, what do you want to get out of professional
4: wrestling? I want to make a living out of this. I. It just makes me so happy getting to do this every weekend. I just want to be able to be happy and do what I
2: love for the rest of my life. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, with so many amazing talents out there, given the opportunity, because, you know, when opportunity knocks, you have to mm-hmm. answer. When given that opportunity, who do you think that you would match up well with that you haven't had the chance yet to work with?
4: Oh, Such a loaded question. There's so many people I would love to wrestle with. Chris Stratlander is one I've always wanted to work with. There's so many other people out there. Uh, Charlotte Blair, I've I've always been a fan of her work.
1: Right. Right.
4: Kenil Dashwood, there's so many talented people out there right now.
2: There are a lot of talented people out there. There are a lot, and I'm sure that we're going to see you at that stage at some, at some point in time At some point in time We will see you That's there the <laughs> uh, That's the goal What event? That is the goal What events do you have Coming up, Selena So that if people Want to come out And see you do your thing Where are you going to be At coming up? for
4: uh, so this Friday I'll be in Winston-Salem At Old Town Elementary Doing Back to the Old Town And then Saturday night I'll be in Harrington, Delaware For Infinite Pro Wrestling
2: Okay and you are going to be at Wrestlecade weekend, correct? Yes, I will be at Wrestlecade weekend. Okay, all right. So we will uh, we will definitely both Laura and I will see you at Wrestlecade weekend. For for fans that want to connect with you on social media, Selena, how can they reach you on social media?
4: So my uh, Instagram and Twitter handle are both at Selena Rose Pro.
2: At Selena Rose Pro. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> Selena, we're going to let you get back inside, get warmed up, get back to work, and uh, keep chasing the dream. We appreciate your time, and thank you so much for coming on the show tonight.
4: We'll see you thank at Russell Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to see oh, you guys yeah. at Russell Kate. Thank you guys so very much.
2: Oh, you are welcome. You are welcome. You have a good night. You
4: too.
2: All right. Bye-bye. There goes Selena Rose, and we'll be back right after uh, this brief message. Hey everybody, Monkhouse Bob. And
3: the lovely Laura.
2: Folks, we've been telling you for the last five years.
3: Five
1: years. Five years. Five, five years. Five. five years.
2: All the different ways that you can listen to live from the Armory Wrestling Show. You can hear us on www.fnx.network. You can hear us on blog, talk radio, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, blah, 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 blah. The most important thing is do you listen every Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern time? live from the Armory Wrestling Show.
3: Don't miss it.
2: 19 years old, standing outside in the cold on her break from work to take time out of her night to talk with us. You can't ask for much more than that.
3: No, I think uh, think she's got what it takes.
2: Yeah, I watched, um, watched the match tape uh, with her, a couple of different matches. Uh, one of them was a triple threat match. I watched another uh, match with her versus former show guest Sadie Lee Moss. I think that was at Firestar. Uh, right.
1: Huge, yeah.
2: huge upside, huge upside to this young lady. Uh, and I think Mr. South was absolutely right. She has all the tools that she needs. Uh, the hard work will show. Uh, when it comes time for the payoff, but uh, certainly appreciate Selena coming on the show. Uh, I knew she was, I knew she was younger and man, this is the crazy thing. Do you feel old, Laura? Do you feel old? Do I feel old? Yeah.
3: Do you um, feel old? Not usually.
2: No. I feel old when we have a guest that comes on and says that, uh, my first match that I watched was the Hardy boys.
3: Right. Right. Um, Well, you know, um,
2: no slight on her. Don't get me wrong. It's no, that's no slander. No slight, no, no shade. Just like I said, it makes me feel older. Right.
3: Well, you know, um, I have a coworker who does not like the Muppets.
2: Doesn't like the Muppets.
3: She's twenty six years old.
2: How does and she know anything like... about the Muppets at twenty six?
3: Um, she said I've tried to watch them and I just don't like them. And I'm just like, how do you not like the Muppets? I I don't. I'm like, just go. You you have to go somewhere because I I don't <laughs> understand how not you not like the Muppets. <laughs>
2: Uh, you can. You, you don't have to leave, but you can't stay here.
3: That's right. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't, but it, it's the whole millennial thing, you know. Uh Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And it just—it always catches me off guard, you know. And then someone says, "Oh, you know, my first match was the Hardy Boys," or, you know, my 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 first, you know, or watching I I watched, you know, I don't know. Shawn Michaels, you know, my first match was watching Shawn Michaels retire Ric Flair. You know, that that kind of thing. It always
3: yeah. always catches me
2: off. Always catches me off guard.
3: Yeah, you're like I you know, I can remember when Ric Flair um, you know, was wearing a neck brace and chasing after people with baseball bats, you know, and right. and uh Harley Race put a bounty out on him so yeah it is a little discomforting but you know people are getting younger all the time bob
2: they are they are and uh again honestly want to thank selena for coming on the show and uh standing outside in the cold and uh talking to us a little bit you could really hear the inflection in her voice either that or her you know shaking from the cold talking about uh you know the AML Wrestling School being open. Brian and Tracy and George South and everybody there working working with the next generation of of young people because you have to start them young. The next generation of young people yeah. to 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 get this. I mean, like I said, huge upside. This girl has her her whole career in front of her. Nineteen years old, stay healthy, get experience, and I know that we're going to see Selena Rose in other places, maybe not underneath that same name, but we'll see her in other places. So, you know, you, uh, you mentioned something when you were talking to her that, um, you know, asking about the current storylines in the WWE. And I was, uh, watching three different things like I normally do at any given time and, uh, was working on some things. And I saw or caught part of the segment with this, you know, Lana Rusev Bobby Lashley thing, and um, wow, I just uh, uh I don't know, talking about talk, yeah, talking about sex adversaries and uh, you know, Rusev being a sex addict and uh, she's pregnant, and you know, all this, I just like. Is that we've really went off the deep end of the wharf here? you know?
3: Well, it's this is an attitude era storyline.
2: Yeah. Well, absolutely. You know, you're absolutely right. It feels recycled to me. You know, I mean, and it, I mean, we've seen it before. I mean, but it's not even recycled to the point where it's repackaged. You know what I mean? We right. this whole shtick is just I don't know. It's just kind of played out. I don't know. I mean, would it have been better just to have like the, um, Oh, the innuendo there, you know, like you put Rusev and Lashley together and, you know, Lashley staring at his wife, you know, and he's like, you know, Hey bro, come at me, cash me outside. Did did, did we have to go to this, you know, to the car, cash me outside. Uh, we have to go to this far right hand side of the needle. I mean, what do you think? Does that make does that make sense? I,
1: you
3: know, I am I I just am so over the whole storyline because it's so contrived and so yeah. You know, it, it, you know, Lashley has said, uh, pardon me, Yusuf uh, has said that was you know that his it was his idea to do this, but I think he should take advice from the Macho Man. he had a wife? Did the story was lying with his wife He ain't got a wife anymore
1: Yeah
2: Yeah, that's crazy It's crazy um, I saw something A couple of things on social media And then we'll talk about some other junk uh, Houston Carson uh, Officially retires from in-ring competition He's been running Lion Pride Sports Based out of Texas Wrestling promotions Had good success there Did his last one-off match this past weekend, said that that's it for him. Houston had had a brilliant, was was on a meteoric rise, and it had issues with his neck. And uh, took some time off, tried to do some rehab on it, opted not for the surgery, to the best of my knowledge. Went on and had this last match, and he says that that's it, no more. Going to concentrate on... Running Lion Pride Sports, his wife and his family, uh, a very, very, very nice guy. Uh, very nice guy. And uh, matter of fact, he was at uh, WrestleCade. Oh, I want to say what four years ago? I think he was yeah. at the show, the very first yeah, of Showcase of Champions event. I think. Yeah.
3: I do not uh, remember.
2: I mean, the guy has has look. Uh, great mic skills, great ring presence. I mean, just everything, everything about him oozes star. And uh, I'm, I'm happy that he is happy with this particular outcome, Um, you know, or comfortable in not being able to compete anymore. I guess I should say one that did not seem as comfortable was it was announced on social media this week. Dominique Fabiano, former show guest Dominique Fabiano, has officially retired from professional wrestling uh, after a series of injuries. Uh, You remember Dominique was on a – another one that was on a meteoric rise and uh, ended up uh, with a separated shoulder, I believe, ended up having to have surgery, so on and so forth, came back, uh, ended up concussed and concussed to the point where – Things for, like, the next week didn't add up. There were some gaps in time, some other things, other physical signs, symptoms, illnesses, and uh, and being young. I want to say Dominique is probably somewhere, I want to say, between 21 and 25. Uh, It's just a no-go, a no-go. So announced officially on her Facebook page this week that she was retired from in-ring competition in professional wrestling. Certainly want to wish Dominique Fabiano the best of luck in whatever she chooses to do. That's for sure. Um, I saw or I saw something last night when I was watching, watched Party Impact and watched Party NWA Power. And Jim Cornette said something about when, uh, when your when favorite wrestler of all time was wrestling Trevor Murdoch. Uh, Caleb did a spot, I believe, off of, uh, off of the top rope and, and, uh, crashed pretty hard. And, uh, Jim Cornette mentioned that any, any doctor will tell you that landing on the mat at that type of velocity is equivalent to being in a 35 mile an hour rear end car wreck. And I guess my question to you is that these announcements that, that have came out, um, you know, with people retiring because of, of injury at such young ages, you know, both under 30, uh, what can we do or not do about, uh, about injuries like this? Can anything be done?
3: Well, I mean, you know, you can talk, uh, but I think – I'm not so sure that's a uh, – you can't close Pandora's box. You know, the flippy stuff is out, been out. And I don't know if it can be closed other than if someone dies, like someone big. And I don't want that to happen. I'm just saying that I don't see it happening, uh, you know, people not doing flippy stuff and and doing things like that unless someone in major or maybe even people, several people you know, die, get crippled, things like that. Because of, you know, injuries like that, I just don't think that you you can't go home.
2: No, that, that's very true. That's very true. And, uh, you know, I I don't know this. I don't believe that Dominique wrestled a, a, a flippy style. I know that Houston Carson wrestled a high-impact ground-and-pound style uh, from the matches that I've seen with him in it. Uh, I guess it really, you know, just goes to show, you know, the wear and tear uh, that you that, that professional wrestlers incur over the course of time during their career. Some people it's, uh, you know, a little shorter. Others it's, you know, it's much longer. Uh, I saw a report that um, Alexa Bliss is injured again. Uh, and I start to wonder the injuries for her, Seem to start piling up over over the course of her career in the WWE, and of course he's wrestling um in high profile, high impact matches. Uh, she does some she does some flippy type things, you know. Former gymnast, uh, professional cheerleader, and and so on and so forth. So, um, I, I guess it, you know, I, I guess you know, I, I keep going back to that thing about you know less being more. The idea of you know how guys had. Twenty, thirty, forty-year careers, and now you got guys that are having five, eight, and ten-year careers.
3: Well, here's something that George brought up in the group chat. You know, John broke his neck on the backdrop. Hmm.
1: So
3: I don't know. Maybe when your time is up, your time is up. I mean, I don't know.
1: It
2: could be. It could be. I mean, I saw. Who uh, was a Will Osprey had a shoulder stinger over the past two or three days at New Japan. Uh, didn't believe it was separated that he should be good to go, but you know it starts to make you uh, starts to make me wonder. You know, I mean we're we're talking about a uh, a highly high high precision high precision sport. I guess is the word that I'm looking for. And there's no disputing these ladies and gentlemen are athletes, and it's a high precision. You know, when you get guys in the ring like a Zack Saber Jr. and you see some of the stuff that he does, or you know a Will Ospreay, and Uh, the the timing is impeccable and it has to be, you know, because of, of the types of moves that they're doing. So, uh, just, just throwing that out there, throwing that out there. Um, saw women of wrestling. I watched this past week's episode, uh, and it continues to impress me. I'm not one. It's kind of a weird thing for me. I'm not 100% sold that the characters are really over the top and I guess that's very that's cool in a way. Sometimes it's a little too campy for me. Uh but I mean like if you take uh I don't know, we're going to do a comparison. If you take a character like Tessa Blanchard, who is the current wow women's champion, there's really no character involved. It's it's Tessa Blanchard versus say uh I don't know um uh a princess Aussie you know, who has an entire backstory and, you know, that type of thing. Uh, but the matches continue to impress. There's a very, very cool tag team on there, and most people will know these ladies from being on The Independents, Jessica Havoc being one of them, uh, Nivea Christ being the other, uh, the Monsters of Madness. Uh, very cool tag team in Wild Women Wrestling. Be interested to see. I haven't seen anything yet on it, but I am more than certain – Uh, that it's probably going to get renewed for another season. Uh, The second season announcement was was put out really, really quick. This one's not been so quick forthcoming. uh, But Access TV on Saturday nights between New Japan Pro Wrestling and WOW Women of Wrestling have a lock on Saturday evenings for professional wrestling. Have you seen anything from from WOW at all, Laura?
3: I have not. Um, Maybe they're just biding their time.
2: They could be. That, that very well could be. Did you, uh, did you watch the uh, latest episode of NWA Power? Did you watch it?
3: Here's the thing, Bob, and I'm ashamed to admit this. I've not seen any NWA Power since the first episode. What? Why yep. not? You know, it's just like you and I were having that conversation earlier. I okay. just... Don't have the interest in anything right now. So.
1: Uh, okay. All right.
2: Well, your boy I, was on there last night against Trevor Murdoch. Well, so.
3: I, I hate that I've missed him. And here's another little secret I'll let out. Back. I yep. have yet to see a full episode of AEW because I fall asleep in the middle of it every time.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, we're doing this thing here and I, here's the thing and I have to be, you know, I have to admit it. I have not watched a full episode of AEW nor have I been able to watch a full episode of NXT. Uh, we're doing this and you know, some after we get done, I'll go out and I'll catch, you know, part of the replay if they're showing the replay, you know, that evening, uh, and i just i just haven't had the time i watched four different things this week in in the span from i don't know from saturday to last night i just there's just too much to be honest with you there's not enough there's not enough hours in the day to be able to watch everything i watched i watched wild women of wrestling last night and i got ready for bed and i watched nwa on my phone before I went to bed, and it's just like, you know, we do this on Wednesday night, and then, you know, it's just not enough time. I just don't have enough time. I I guess I need to slim down my choices, you know, or slim down my picks. I I hate to say that, but I guess that's what I'm going to have to do.
3: The problem is is that there's just – it's overwhelming. Yeah. That there's so much going on. And we've talked about, you know – it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, and I'm not saying that it isn't, but it's just, you know, it, for me, it's just a really, it, it's just overwhelming. It's just like, there's too much, and and what do I do? And, you know, it's, sometimes I'm just like, Ah-ha! you know. So, <laughs> so I,
1: I right? can't. Yeah. No, I I understand. I I
2: get it. I get it. Uh, one of my one of the things I want to mention too is that I noticed this week, uh, social media that WrestleKate has announced that the Marriott is officially sold out. Marriott Hotel in Winston Salem is fully booked. So what I'm going to do, out of the kindness of my heart, is that I've already started collecting sleeping bags from the local thrift stores. And for the mere fee of seventy five dollars, you can have eighteen inches of floor space beside of someone else in my hotel room and I will sublet out eighteen inch increments until we can't get any more people in the room.
3: That's one way to fund your uh meet and greet list.
2: Seventy five bucks is cheap, folks. I mean, you know, you got the walkway right there, you can use the elevator. Have to go downstairs to go to the bathroom in the lobby. You can't use the bathroom there, but yeah, seventy-five bucks for eighteen inches, eighteen inches wide by six feet long, is what you're allowed. Well,
3: h- hang on just a second here. Um, I just saw something, and I'm wanting
2: to. Was it like breaking news? I... You got?
3: Well, I, I just saw something, and I'm not sure. If uh, I'm thinking that this has got to
2: be. Okay. But for information, while Laura's looking at that for information, obviously that that hotel is booked. I'm kidding. I'm not subletting out any room in my room. Anyway, I'm sure there might be other people that will, uh, there will be, there is a secondary hotel information for that can be found. All your information for dot www.wrestlecade.com. Make sure that you have your tickets I saw the announcement uh this week as well in conjunction with the hotel that over I think they have sold their 7000th 7, ticket 7000 tickets to Wrestlecade.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um packed. Yeah, it is going to be packed. Um packed.
2: What'd you see? What'd yeah. you what'd you find? What you got?
3: Well, someone had had put this on Facebook, um, and I'm probably going to unfriend this dude because he had posted something about uh, today was Chris Benoit day oh, as you Christ. killed his wife and child. Uh, yeah. But some had, um, he had put this, he'd shared it, it looks like a real BBC News article, but when you get to looking at it, you see it's not. Uh, yeah. Basically, what it's saying is that the, the rock is dead.
2: Oh, that's bullshit. Right, it is. That's one of them clickbait nonsense sites.
3: Ah. Yeah, it, you look at it and you're like, okay, I'm just, you know, just because you never know. You don't know. You don't yeah. know. Um, you don't but know. I would, it is not. It is not uh, at all. So. um joke. It is, and I don't know why. You have to.
2: See, there's that clickbait more. again. They're that clickbait again. Right. Gets them every time. Gets them every time. Uh so make sure that you go to uh for all your tickets and all your information. Hotel, the alternate hotel. Uh make sure that you are not left out in the cold. Because as we've said on this program and we'll continue to say on the program, if you don't have your tickets, good luck. You will There will be a a waiting list, there will be standing room only, people will get turned away, and that's how it goes. The fire marshal only allows so many people in the room. Uh, There have been some announcements, matches, we're not going to talk about those tonight because we are going to talk about those next week. And the reason why we are going to talk about them next week is that joining us, and we we worked this out kind of a week early because in the past he has been so gracious with his time. The the night of setup, exhausted, drinking coffee till it comes out of his ears. Usually the night before Thanksgiving we talk to Wrestlecade and AML owner Tracy Myers, but we backed it up a week uh, to allow for them to to do what they need to do. So joining us next week, and he's only you're only going to hear him. On this podcast, as you hear my cat whining in the background, you're only going to hear him on this podcast. You're not going to hear him on any other podcast that I know of because we have exclusive rights to Tracy Myers, owner and promoter of WrestleCade LLC and AML Wrestling. And Tracy always gives us some type of little tidbit, some kind of new information, some type of little announcement, some type of secret. Uh, we'll probably talk about some of the matches that have been announced, the layout again for this year, which was changed last year that worked out really, really great. Only like maybe one or two choke points as opposed to 15. And, uh, looking forward to having Tracy on the show. Always, uh, always been good to us. So
1: yeah, we'll talk with him. Too.
2: We'll talk with him and we'll find out about and all that other good junk. And, uh, that's about all I got. You got anything else?
3: No, I think I'm good, too.
2: think you're good, too. You got your uh, long johns?
3: I sure do. I got to have them. It's going to be cold tonight, too.
2: Yeah, yeah, it will be cold. Uh, Folks, we thank you for listening to this episode of Live in the Armory Wrestling Show. We're heard here every Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio, on every major podcast platform known to mankind. Make sure that uh, you're following us on social media. Enjoy your week. Try to stay warm. Be good to one another. And remember, there's never a bad seat here at the Armory. Thank you for listening. We'll talk soon.
0: been listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show, the premier podcast of indie wrestling. Listen to us on blogtalkradio.com every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at FromTheArmory. We're also streamed worldwide on www.fnx.network. And we're also available on Stitcher. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash live.armory.9. If you like what you hear, please take a few moments to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for listening. See you next week.